Niggas, how y'all doing podcast this past month? Want another segment? Um, let us begin prayer, shall we? Lord, thank you for being so good to us. Lord, we thank you for everything that you do for us. Father God, we thank you for the air and breath that we breathe, Lord. Father God, we thank you for being the God that we serve in the morning and the God that we serve at night. And when we go to sleep at night again, Lord, we wake up knowing that you blessed us with your divine love one more time, Lord. Thank you, Father, for everything that you do for us, the people that we have encountered, the places we have been. Lord, I thank you for the blessings that you have poured upon each and every last one of us and made us tillers of the ground. Oh, Lord God, now that we tillers, we know that we have a hard job, but we ask you to please, sir, stand in the middle of the gap and bless each and every last one of us. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Today, I want to talk to you about the difference between God and men. One difference between God and us is that we have different viewpoints. Consider a parade. We watch a parade. We watch one band come after another. We watch the floats go by one at a time. God sees the whole parade. He doesn't have to wait for each band to turn the corner. From start to finish, he sees the whole parade at once. He observed the whole page. That's why with our faith, it is impossible to please him. You've got to believe he sees what you can't. you got to believe he's aware of everything, everything that aren't visible to you because you can't see around the corner. You got to believe that he has a future for you, filled with promise and with hope that he will enable you to have the strength, the determination, and the grace you need to overcome this whole lifestyle. You know, um, Faith is the assurance of things hopeful. You may not see that now. You may not see why, but if you will simply trust God and faith and approach today with the mindset he will get you through the day, don't look at tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Just focus on living this day, this moment. That's all the faith that you need. That God will get you through this moment. Take that faith with you as you enter the next moment, and so on. In faith, you will overcome all kinds of obstacles. God's watching the whole parade. You simply can't keep your eye on what's in front of you. Faith is assurance of things that happen for the conviction of things not seen. He has appeared in his last time for the sake of you who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory. So your faith and hope are in God. Now we got to be sure 
of a lot of things in our lives. But one thing we need to be assured of is that what's impossible with men is possible with God. We approach life every day thinking that the world owed us something. But still, that's not the big picture of God. See, the big picture is God sees through everything that you do. He knows everything that you do. He knows how many hairs you have on your head. See, and once we know that if this is a slight possibility that this God that I serve could make such things like this happen, why would I not serve? I'd rather have a foot in the door than not have a foot in the door at all. I want to be able to look up to my Jesus and say, how you doing? You feel me? Even though it was a joke, but I hope y'all was feeling what I'm saying, you know. Amen. We have to take that assurance, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. I could be assured a great thing through faith in God. Right, right. See, people don't understand that. We're not assured of what we can do until we step out on faith. Right. See, a lot of people afraid to step out on faith. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you why? Because we are sinners and so filthy. And men are disgraced at themselves like Adam was when God, God called to him in the garden. See, Adam knew of his nakedness. Look at us. We're aware of our nakedness. Men are filth. You know, we're aware of our underwear and clothing and garments. Do you believe how time has expanded and lapsed? Look how many deaths. Death is doing dramas right now. See? So, a voice came in my head and it told me that time is winding up. See, we get to thinking about all the things in this world. Think of every reason why we cannot come to God. See, that's our thoughts. But you know what God is saying to us? Let me in. Let me in. You know, because the devil has you thinking that you're not even capable of watching God's feet. But if the Lord says so, who could be against you? See, I'm going to tell you who our worst enemies is, and y'all are not going to believe this. It's it's ourselves. I'm born of God, and I possess the power to overcome anything. Say that. Say that, Pastor. See, what I mean by overcome is my addictive ways, my addictive actions, my evilness, the sin. See, we're in control of our sin. See, from me and I point of view, we think that God is in control of our sins. God is not the one walking in our shoes. You are walking in your shoes. God gave you this body. God gave you this land to conquer. 
God, God gave you the million in power over earth. How many are really willing to wield the million in power? See, wielding, wielding power will mean that you still will have to bow down to something greater than yourself. Jesus. Do you hear me? Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. See, we begin to live in a perilous time where mothers and uncles and aunties and sisters and brothers, you know what? They die last. Our young kids and women are so ready to go. I call it generation suicide. Because you cannot realize that young women and men are in poverty and they feel like that this is the end of the world. But I want you to understand, young people, you can give me neither poverty nor riches. You cannot feed me with the food that's in my partition. That I not be fooled and deny you and say, who is the Lord? Oh, that I not be in want and steal and profane the name of my God. Proverbs 30, 8-9. An arrogant man stirs up strife, which I see there's a lot of people that does that. They stir up things. Why? Because you have given your life to God. That's like a thousand eerie strings in the devil's ear. All right, all right. And people think that just because you've been empowered with the word of God, mm -hmm. that the devil won't attack you. Jesus. Oh, but I am here to tell you that once you accept God as your personal savior, the devil, he will attack. Yes, Lord, he will. I want y'all to understand that when the angels of the Lord appear, their Satan appear also in the midst. Mm -hmm. And I want y'all to understand another thing. God took the power from the devil. Yes, he did. So the only power that the devil has now is trickery. Mm -hmm. Mocking you. A power is a prisoner of war. A person who has been captured by the enemy and held hostage. All right. See, this was happening to us. The opposing forces control the prisoner's living conditions, activities, and moments. Mm -hmm. Many Christians live like pals, but rather than prisoners of war, they're prisoners of behaviors that have been captured by the enemy. But see, once the enemy has been captured itself, it begins to bow. And guess what? The worst thing that the devil like, hates is that people do come to God. So you want to fill your mind with some things that God did not authorize for you to have. All right, come on. See, God told us things that we should eat it of and what we should not eat it of. Mm -hmm. See, that's the tree of, tree of knowledge. Mm -hmm. See, God wanted us to know the tree of life. Mm -hmm. And he wanted us to know it more abundant. Right. But he said, do not eat it of the tree of life. Why? 
for you will surely know. That means men wanted to have all, they wanted to be God, basically. When the devil was brought on to the earth, not only did the devil want to be God, men wanted also to be God. So they was having sex with angels and giants and all these other things. You see, we definitely had to have a savior. These circumstances were labeled, you know what I'm saying, as good things. But these are all tricks of the devil. I want to tell you about drugs. I want to tell you about sex. I want to tell you about pornography. I want to tell you about alcohol. I want to tell you about relationship. I want to talk to you about negative self-talking people who fool, who feed you with food, gambling, and spinning. These things can become the goal to copying mechanism for life's pain, disappointment, and boredom. When actual activity begins to influence you more than your influence, which is God, it can leave you feeling trapped. Is there was no way out. You understand? See, so when you accept God as your personal savior, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen. I'm quite sure they want these weapons to prosper against you. But see, God said, touch not my anointed, do my prophet no harm. Right. See, people look and they laugh just because I don't wear my robes and my attire and my dobies, explaining myself as a pastor. Then they begin to laugh as if this was a joke. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, God is no laughing joke or a laughing matter. I want y'all to know that he has called imperfect men and imperfect women to preach a perfect gospel. For those who didn't hear me, I'm going to go all the way back. He has called imperfect men and women to preach a perfect gospel. Mm -hmm. You know what? We feel like we are a failure. We feel afflicted. We feel hurt. We feel pain. We feel trapped. We feel like prisoners of war. See, but as long as you keep on being in the muck, you are a prisoner of war. But see, it says, when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you are free. You're no longer a prisoner of war. You're allowed to walk all around God's city. And it said there will be a street paved with gold. See, I don't know about you, but I want to go. When the Lord say move, we have to move. Jesus. I want y'all to know that we are rooted in Christ Jesus. All our rivals and all our inadequacies are the potential for loss. It can also be coupled up with other emotions, resentment towards others, discontentment with yourself, and so on. The root of all jealousy is pride and selfishness. It's the opposite of the mindset. God has called us to have a spirit of humility and the love for one another. That's why. 
It is a dangerous scene. It can steal your growth as a believer and limit you fully to living and maximizing your destiny. How do you address these things? Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, mm-hmm. envying one another. Jesus. It is reminded us to not boast or challenge each other, each other. We begin addressing these things by looking inside ourselves and making a true assessment of who we are. Mm-hmm. And guess what we are? We are for we are saints who is just a sinner. Who fell down? Right. See, people look at their pastors and put them on a pedestal. Don't no. they look at their mothers and fathers and put them on the pedestal? Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I even tried putting family on the pedestal. And guess what you find out there? Rob you too. Yeah. It says in the Bible that men will always leave you and forsake you. But God will never leave you nor forsake you. See, we got to be ready for today's challenge. See, but everything we do is all up to us. See, because nothing that we do here on this earth gets us into heaven. Mm. I want y'all to know that it's the blood of Jesus that covers us. And we need him in this perilous time. For here we are in a city filled with Sodom and Gomorrah. Here we is, ready to go to war amongst each other. Here we is, ready to throw our Bibles away and pick up our guns. Here we is, ready to sell our birthright just for today. See, everything that we do is a journey in life. (coughs) And I don't know where this road is going to leave you. But I want to leave you with the love of God. I want to leave you with faith and hope. I want to leave you with the thought that I am tired. And you should be tired too. Every time I look on the news, it's something about shooting a nigga. Mm -hmm. Hold on a minute. There's babies dying and this word is really starting to just peeve me. You know, I don't care if it comes from a black man or a white man where niggas shouldn't even exist anymore. Don't y'all understand we are not dealing with black and white no more in this day and age? We're dealing with the haves and have-nots. See, as Christians, we have. (coughs) You know, because we have the blood of Jesus Uh (coughs) that comforts us. Excuse me a minute, please. We have the blood of Jesus that covers us. Now, I want y'all to wake up. Look at yourself for a change. You know, when you lied so much, have you ever just lied so much you just tired of lying? You know, you told her <laughs> she looked good in her wig. And this woman wore this wig a consecutive six to seven days. Mm-hmm. Would start getting dry and frizzy. Mm-hmm. But seriously, she wore this wig to impress her man. Oh my. So anybody 
they could tell her to take the wig off and she would be insulted because she knew she looked good in that wig. So if there was anybody going to get her to take that wig off, it had to be her husband. You see, for any of us to take off our dirty rags and robes, we had to come to a conscious decision in our mind. And my decision is for God I live and God I die. All right. How many have been through the worst situations? How, how many have been through the mud? How many have been so tired that you thought it was the end? And God reached out and threw you out in that again to tell you it is not over. Your job is not done. And no matter how old you are, each and every last one of us can make a difference. See, God has retired, and he's hired. All right. See, all the old, old days young ministers, they are through. Malcolm X's, the Martin Luther King's, the Tupac's, the Biggie Small. You see, well, my question is, if they done their job, they went on to heaven. So um, our job is what we're going to do. Look, everybody, men, we need to put down these guns and pick back up the Bible again. All right, come on. Once we came back into this land, after Indians and everybody else had sold all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? What do we do then? Now that you got the love of Jesus in you, what can you do? You have to be filled with the love of God from each and every day. And even as a Christian, I want you to understand that we are trapped at the edge. I got to let y'all know that we will fall down. But the question is how many are willing to get up? I want y'all to understand that we fall down, but we get up. Well, Saint is just a sinner who fell down and got back out again. How many are you willing to get up? Right. That's my question today. But even on your best day, we might sin. Anything good that has come to you or me has been a gift of God's grace. And in that alone, we can boast. Gracious Lord, there is enough of you and what you supplied to meet all our needs. Forgive us when we become jealous of someone else and what he or she has. Lord, I am grateful for what you have given to me. I thank you for reminding me and all my family that you are all our source. And there's nothing, whether it's material items or immaterial, I simply need to ask you in faith. Believing that you will supply all my needs. In Christ's name, I pray. Amen. I'd like to thank, I'd like to thank y'all for um, being great listeners on this podcast. Um, I'm, I am trying to spin the clock a little longer to like 30 minutes, which we are 15 minutes into that thir- 15 minutes. So, you know, i just like to um, ask y'all to... Um, Hold up prayer for John Stanfield. 
was downtown the incident yeah. happened where he um got Jonathan Stanfield where he got stabbed. You know, um I want y'all to start let's build a prayer line, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, Pastor Lewis is really here and I'm very sincere about the calling that God has given me. You know, I'm I'm new to this. I'm not acting like, you know, I've been doing this all my life. Everybody that will be joining Lord of Praise has never held these positions down before. Mm-hmm. But see, we are going forward. Yeah. We don't know nothing about electronic filing, anything else out there. I know um, me, the First Lady, and Sister Beverly, you know, we're working diligently to bring these things to um, existence. Yes, yes. Upon bringing up onto these things in existence, now the devil knows that we are trying to come complete circle. But y'all got to understand that we have to do God's job, that it's not just my job as pastor Mm -hmm. to um, outreach to the outreach. See, we need y'all to come in. We need y'all to connect with us. Um... I've never officially stood up in front of an audience and preached. But, you know, Sister Beverly came up with the idea that, what was it? Um, January 29th. January the 29th, that, you know, I will be doing my first um, sermon as pastor, and I would like to invite a few of you. So, you know, anybody um, that feel that this event could be something they feel like they want to go to. Um, call Sister Beverly, and she'll make it happen. All right, we'll be putting our flyers up. You know, we'll be our flyers up real soon, but right now it was just something that y'all can um, use for the future. So I want y'all to know that this podcast still goes on. Um, I see there's a great deal of the cops' harassment still going on in the park. You know, they're sending this officer up there, you know, actually, like, harassing people, but saying it as if he's trying to help us. Mm-hmm. See, this is the reason why we as people should stand, why we have the power to stand. Mm-hmm. You know, some things are just injustice. In- injustice here in Lansing is injustice anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We should feel like that we are a gated community and that the officers are here to serve and protect us, not spend their days harassing us and worry about who dropped a little menial trash in the park. Mm-hmm. If trash is a problem in the park, when these people come with their donations, then please bring some trash bags also. Mm-hmm. Some things we can't do ourselves, but we're praying that God give us a special place so the people don't no longer have to hang out in the park. And, um... Pastor Lewis here was thinking of the quarter house situation. So we need a place to worship. Right. And we need a place to um, help community. community centers, you know, something. We'll think of all that later, but, you know, we're doing our job. So, you know, we like to give a, a clap to Sister Beverly for accepting the treasure position. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Um... You know, we just continue to do the work of the Lord, you know. I mean, so many situations getting going on out here. You can go and call the pastor of Amalan's chasing right now, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. 
Because the pastor looking for some souls to save. All Sister right. Beverly Woodley, we on fire for the Lord. Oh, yeah, we you know, this ain't an easy job. You, you know, but, you know, we, I mean, you know, when we in the muck ourselves, you know, you know, we just ask God to just bring us out of this. Yes, Lord. It's not up for us to clean ourselves up, mm -hmm. but it is up to us to come to the Lord. Amen. So I want y'all to come to God, you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't got to put all y'all faith and belief that Pastor Lewis Hill is. Pastor God says so. If you believe in God, then you believe in me. As I believe in you. All right, come on. Let's man. hold up the torch. Let's hold up the light. You know? We right. could be the beacon in the light. I mean, um, y'all can start right here on this podcast, and we can make this really explosive. We'll blow this podcast up with the things and news right. that we have current events that we had, all, right. all these things. So I really want y'all to get with us, you know, Lord of Praise. We're really good people, and we're really trying to build a church home. Yes, sir. You know, anybody can help us with non-profit organization work. Um, I'm, I will get, I'll be having my number the next time. I, I don't have it by heart, but I will be getting with y'all up on this and writing down and speaking of a few things. I wanted to do a prayer line. On the podcast, mm -hmm. um, we're just even working slowly but surely on that too. Amen. But we, we ask that God bless us. All right. And it's been good talking to y'all. Peace out. All right. Thank you, Pastor.